So Vayu means air. Agni, Avani, fire, earth, Vyad. Vyad means sky. Earth, air, water, fire, sky. Matra. What is Matra? Which is the famous verse from Bhagavad Gita? Chapter number 2, verse number 14. Matra Sparshastu Kontiya Shitoshana Sukhadukhada. So Matra means sense objects. Matra Sparsh. Sparsh means contact. So all the experiences that we have in this world are simply because of contact of Matra. Matra Sparshastu Kontiya. Sheet Oshna, heat or cold, happiness or distress. It is simply the result of contact of sense objects with the body or the senses. So actually there is nothing called happiness and distress. But this illusion is created in this material world. That something is Sukh, another thing is Dukh. So there is no Sukh and Dukh in this material world. But this illusion comes when I find something pleasant then I feel good. Something is unpleasant to my senses, I feel that is bad. An entire world is chasing good matra sparsha and avoiding bad matra sparsha. So that is taken as the concept of happiness or distress. But a devotee does not fall into this. So devotee understands that ei bhalo, ei manda, yehi sab, Mano dharma. It is all mental concoction. Something is good, another thing is bad. So whole world is chasing the sense objects either for the gross body or for the subtle body. What is sense objects for subtle body? Mind gets pleased when you hear your praise, honor in this world. That is why people are working very hard. They can give up their life but cannot give up their honor. So honor is so dear to our false ego, to our subtle body. We like to be praised by others. So this is also Matra Sparsha. The sense object for subtle body is praise or some subtle forms of entertainment that we have. Poetry, music, other enjoyment. Seeing the person you love or the animal you love, that also pleases us. So these are all sense objects. But a devotee understands that what is all this that we are seeing around us? Earth, air, water, fire, sky, mind. Chit means consciousness. Hridayam. Hridayam means hmm? heart. It also means mind. Both. Just like Atma means body, mind and soul, everything. Similarly, Hridayam also means Heart and Hridayam also means mind. That is why Prabhupada mentions the heart is cleansed when we chant the holy name. So what does it mean heart is cleansed? <laughs> Blood, blood is taken out. <laughs> Toxins are taken out. All the cough mucus is taken out. <laughs> yes, that also happens by the chanting of the holy names. Physically also person becomes very fit. That is also fact. But when it is mentioned, the heart is cleansed. That means mind is getting cleansed by chanting of the holy name. So we think mind is here. 
no mind is here of course mind is everywhere mind also expands and uh as prabhupad mentions immediately you think of new york and the mind is in new york mind can go anywhere we are where the mind is but the seat of the mind consciousness is the heart so that is why hridayam means mind so hridayam chit chit means consciousness anugraha that means false ego where is the anugraha bro Okay. Hmm. So anugraha means false ego or the demigods. So Prahlad Maharaj is telling here, "Tvam vayu ragne avanir viyadambu matra pranendriyani ridayam chit anugrahascha tarvam tvameva saguno vigunascha." And then there is sagun and vigun. What is sagun? Gun means quality. So this material nature, along with its qualities, three modes of nature, that is called sagun. and what is vigun something which is beyond the qualities and that is soul and super soul and prahlad maharaj is telling here all this is nothing but your good self from eva you are everything you are air you are fire you are water you are sky you are everything there is nothing beyond you so this is called brahma concept conception of like brahma realization sarvam khalvidam brahma prabhupad explains in purport it has been mentioned simply in bhagavad gita so what is mentioned there what is brahma realization maya tatam idam sarvam jagad avyakta murtina tatam means expand i expand myself i am pervading the entire creation this material creation how avyakta murtina in my unmanifested form मत्स्थानी सर्वभूतानी ऑल लिविंग एंटिटीज आर सिचुएटेड इन मी सो कृष्णा टेल्स आई एम ऑल परवेडिंग इन दिस मटीरियल वर्ल्ड बाई माई एक्सपेंशन एक्सपेंशन ऑफ माई एनर्जीज माया तदम इदम सर्वम बट आई एम नॉट विजिबल सो दिस इज अनादर फीचर ऑफ द लॉर्ड द ब्रह्म फीचर विच इज ऑल परवेडिंग सर्वम खल विदम ब्रह्मा एज यू हैव डिस्कस मेनी टाइम्स ओवर जस्ट लाइक फ्रॉम वैक्स you can make so many forms you can make apparently an apple a banana or pumpkin or human forms but actually that is nothing that appears exactly like a human form exactly like an apple but actually that is wax similarly in this material world there is no reality there is no male there is no female there are no animals so male females animals they exist in spiritual world here only forms are there and these forms are made out of everything is brahma sarvam kalidam brahma transformation of brahma the spiritual energy of krishna the tatva the substance is brahma but a materialist cannot understand for a materialist there is distinction this is material world where krishna is not visible so here although krishna is everything krishna is present everywhere but krishna is not visible in his original form two hundred form but for a devotee krishna is visible everywhere so how is it possible so first of all we are telling krishna is there in his abode golok vrindavan and here in material world krishna is not present in his two hundred form krishna is present as all pervading as his energy as brahma but for a devotee krishna is present everywhere so how do we understand this because for a devotee the material energy does not behave like material energy it behaves like spiritual energy 
दैट इज वाई कृष्णा टेल्स आई थिंक इन पद्मपुराण नहाम तिष्ठामि वैकुंठे योगी नाम हृदय येशुवा यत्र गायंती मत भक्ता तत्र तिष्ठामी नारद सो कृष्णा इज टेलिंग टू नारद मनी आई डोंट लिव इन वैकुंठा देन वेर डू यू लिव यू डोंट लिव इन मटीरियल वर्ल्ड यू डोंट लिव इन वैकुंठा ऑल्सो वेर डू यू लिव यू लिव इन द हार्ट्स ऑफ द योगीज नो योगी नाम हृदय येशुवा आई डोंट लिव इधर इन वैकुंठा और इन द हार्ट ऑफ द डिवोटीज वेर डू आई लिव यत्र गायंती मत भक्ता तत्र तिष्ठामी नारदा वेर माई डिवोटीज गायंती मीन्स Sing my glories at that place I live. So one acharya is telling <laughs> that after 15th century, great calamity happened in Hinduism. What was this calamity? That people misunderstood Bhagavad Gita and they started singing and dancing movement. <laughs> they thought that Bhagavad Gita is telling to sing and dance. that krishna is my master i am gopi let me dance for krishna this is how he was presenting it so although that is not exact fact but yes we are energies of krishna krishna is the supreme master he is our controller that is fact we are being controlled at every moment so either we are controlled by all these elements interaction of matra sparshastu kaunteya something which is pleasant to me then i am pulled away i want this thing something which is not pleasant to my senses i want to avoid this thing so anyway i am servant so i am servant of material energy i am servant of my senses but if i become servant of krishna then senses cannot make me their servant so i become free so remaining servant is our position constitutional position but anyway so he was telling so actually it's a great blasphemy he is blaspheming chaitanya mahaprabhu chaitanya mahaprabhu has inaugurated this sankirtan movement and he is telling this makes people very timid they could not do struggle bhagavad gita is meant for struggle so these people just to shy away from struggle because they did not have courage they took to the simple process of chanting and dancing singing and dancing so the singing and dancing where it is mentioned so here clearly krishna is telling yat gayatra gayanti mad bhakta where my devotee sing there i live <laughs> so we want to read bhagavad gita So Bhagavad Gita means words of Krishna. How shall you understand words of Krishna? So Krishna is there where my devotees sing my names. So very clearly it is being mentioned here. And where it is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita that you have to sing, you have to dance. In the definition of Mahatma, ninth chapter. What is Mahatma? Mahatma means great soul, great spiritualist who has understood Bhagavad Gita. so what are the mahatmas doing what are their activities so it is told mahatmanastu maam partha daivim prakriti maashritah mahatmas have taken shelter of spiritual energy we have taken shelter of material energy we are controlled by material energy mahatmas are also controlled but they are controlled by spiritual energy control we always are and when they are controlled by spiritual energy what are their activities सततम कीर्तयंतो माम यतंतश्च दृढवृताः सततम मींस ऑलवेज कीर्तयंतो दे आर ऑलवेज डूइंग कीर्तन दिस इज इन भगवत गीता सो वेरी क्लियरली इट इज मेंशन एंड ही इज टेलिंग वेयर इज इट इज रिटन इन भगवत गीता दैट वी हैव टू डू कीर्तन सो डायरेक्ट वर्ड इज मेंशन कीर्तन हियर इट इज मेंशन गायंती यू सिंग नृत्यंती सो द थ्रू आउट द वेदास इट इज देयर इट इज मेंशन दीस आर द एक्टिविटीज ऑफ महात्मा Yes. Then also it is mentioned yatan tasya dhrivrita, and they 
endeavor they struggle with great determination that endeavoring is required but unless we do kirtan we will not be able to do this struggle then we will end up doing material struggles material struggle is of no use struggle for freedom yes it was good we are thrown away the britishers but we have to see from the result are we happy when britishers went out then uh, Two three nations were created: India, Pakistan, later Bangladesh. And what is the situation in these countries? Pakistan, we can see now, <laughs> completely dilapidated. India also, though there is progress, but is there happiness? No. People are more distressed. Happiness is not increasing. So that is why the entire effort that people are putting today, all this effort can be can be compared to. a patient who is working very hard to shift from general ward to private ward <laughs> that's it <laughs> but patient remains patient <laughs> foolishly is thinking if i shift to better ward i'll become happy no sir you are still in hospital so effort should be there to come out of hospital <laughs> not to shift from one ward to another so thus the problems of the life they remain the same you are dying from heart attack in kalyan no i want to die from heart attack in south bombay <laughs> that is success of my life <laughs> let me die from heart attack in 40 crore house <laughs> or 100 crore house that is my success of life sir heart attack is anyway there death is anyway there so the struggle should be there to avoid the miseries of life so people are struggling very hard just so that they can struggle in a better house and better place but struggle is there death is there old age is there disease is there all problems are there rather in this effort to shift your house shift your situation you increase the calamities increase the problems so thus a devotee does not fall for this devotee understands it is illusion brahma bhuta prasanna atma na shochati na kankshati devotee is always situated on level of so when we have this brahma realization that everything is brahma everything is spiritual energy only because of illusion just like in on the seashore the children are making various forms out of sand similarly from brahm all these forms have come around us they will all be dismantled at the time of annihilation new creation the same elements will take different forms same substance what we call father mother children that will get transformed into ash stool trees fruits or some other animals same sand particles will take some other form so these forms were not existing in the beginning these forms will not exist in future in between for some time this form is existing flapping this body and we get attracted to such forms thinking they are my relatives they are my people this is called illusion there are no relatives there are no people nothing nobody around us it is just a temporary hallucination that substance tatva brahma is manifested as all these different substances so an intelligent person does not fall for these temporary manifestations so this realization is very important this is called brahma realization so when we have brahma realization that this is temporary reality just like a dream i should not work hard to get enjoyment for my senses this enjoyment is also illusion and this so called pain is also illusion so yes so i should try to come out of illusion that is the solution of all this suffering 
I should simply realize that this is illusion. So this Brahma realization is very important. Why do we discuss why Prahlad Maharaj is explaining here all this realization? So just to show that and he is a devotee, he never undertook the process of Jnana Yoga. Tapasa Brahmacharyena, Shamena, Dhamena, simply by engaging in devotional service, he has got all this knowledge that everything is but Krishna. So we also should see that when we are following devotional service, we also come to this platform of Brahma realization. We are understanding the temporary nature of this world. We are advancing in knowledge, advancing in renunciation. So if we follow the devotional service nicely, knowledge and renunciation, they must follow. If there are doubts, confusions and distress in life, that means I am not following devotional service nicely. Otherwise, devotional service brings a person to platform of Brahma Bhuta, Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma. The devotee becomes very happy. Devotee is always blissful. And then next level. What is next level? Andantarastha Paramanu Chayantarastham. The Lord is present within every atom, within our hearts also. So when we chant Hare Krishna mantra, when we engage in service of Krishna, first realization we understand is that everything is Krishna. It is all spiritual energy. This is just temporary. So devotee develops perfect detachment. He has got nothing to do. Bhakti Isdhan Maharaj told, we don't love anything, we don't hate anybody. We don't hate anything. So devotee always maintains a position of neutrality in this material world. There is no object of special affection. There is no object of aversion. Devotee is always equipoised. This is called Brahma realization. I do not want anything materially in my life. I don't wish to avoid materially anything in my life. I just want service of Krishna in the association of devotees. Kandira Charanachari Bhakta Sanevas. That's it. So all the efforts that we are doing in our life should only be to attain these two objectives. Tandera Charana Sevi Bhakta Sanevas. How I can engage in the service of Krishna and I can have the association of devotees, that's it. Rest everything is temporary hallucinatory. So simply all this realization can come, this perfect detachment, all this knowledge will awaken by executing devotional service. If knowledge and renunciation is not coming by devotional service, that means there is some mistake in devotional service. And then, simply by following this devotional service, one feels the presence of the Supreme Lord in one's heart. That is called Paramatma Realization. And then 24 hours, one is able to see the worshipable form of the deity within one's heart. As Lord Brahma mentions, Prema Anjana Charita Bhakti Vilochanena Santa in our heart one is always seeing the form of the Lord and it has to be practiced. It does not come automatically. Yogi practices keeping the lotus feet of Lord Vishnu in the heart, meditating on the Lord Vishnu's form in the heart. Yogi practices. Similarly, we are also supposed to practice that. That is why we do deity worship. We engage in services of Krishna, work hard for Krishna. And along with this, practice has to be there to always think of Krishna within the heart. So by devotional service, our mind becomes fixed on the lotus feet of Lord in the heart. And the devotee feels the presence of Lord in the heart. That is Paramatma realization. And then Srila Prabhupada explains, when the devotee is always seeing Paramatma in the heart, then what happens? Then he can see Krishna face to face like we are seeing each other. That is called Bhagavan realization. So when 24 hours one is seeing Krishna within the heart, then one sees Krishna face to face also. So thus, enthusiasm is required. In the morning, Srila Prabhupada was telling, just like 
to attain material goals Prabhupada told exact word material goals we all have goals I want to have this much money I want to have this rank I to have need to have this attainment in my life people have goals in their life similarly one should be enthusiastic for spiritual perfection enthusiasm is the symptom of the living entity it is required for growth it is engine Prabhupada told just like a powerful engine drives a train right you need to go to a material city or need to go to Vrindavan. <laughs> you need to sit in train. So engine is required. Similarly, whether you want to attain material goals, if you want to attain any grand material goal, you need to be very, very enthusiastic for it. Day and night people work very hard without any discrimination. At home, outside, while traveling, in the car, everywhere. You see how people are so... So one founder of the company was telling that how he needs to be efficient throughout the day and for his efficiency he has measured the lumens of light in his room. He has measured at how many lumens my efficiency is maximum in the body. <laughs> so he has fitted, he has two, three houses, he has fitted the same light <laughs> and uh, same configuration and then it is my computers I have kept at the same angle. <laughs> the temperature I kept, keep always the same temperature. And while traveling to office, he has customized his car so that he can work at that time also. So they are so very much cautious of being this called enthusiasm. In 15-20 minutes, he is reaching his office, but he is very cautious. This time also I need to utilize. So he has arranged his car so nicely, has customized interior so nicely that he can do work while traveling also. So people, avyartha kalatvam, a moment should not be wasted. Uh, in this way, materialist, they work. <laughs> moment should not be wasted. You see your friends who will be preparing for some further exams. They are always carrying flashcards with them. Uh, there is some time take out flashcards, memorize something and then carry on. Always very cautious. So just see the spirit. This is called enthusiasm. So similar enthusiasm is required. Similar enthusiasm. So we should see, am I having the same enthusiasm which the karmis have? Same enthusiasm for advancement, for material Life what people have, do I have for spiritual perfection? That is required. Then we will advance. Enthusiasm is the first requirement. Utsahat, Rupa Goswami mentions. Same rigor, same spirit, same enthusiasm is required. For material perfection, so we should aspire. So we should aspire. We should see whether I have attained this plan, Brahma realization, knowledge, detachment, understanding that everything is Brahma, this coming in my life, advanced stage of realization, this coming in my life or not. I should be very much enthusiastic. When will I attain? What needs to be done? Let me do it immediately. But we need not undergo this process which Prahlad Maharaj has mentioned here as we discussed previously. The 10 paths of liberation. We need not follow this. What do we follow to attain this platform? Simply devotional service maam chayo vyavicharena bhakti yogena sevate sagunan samtityaityan brahma bhuyaya kalpate there is no question of happiness in this material world it is dukhalyam ashashvatam so when has to rise above this material world come to brahma bhuta platform brahma bhuta prasannatma we are all trying to become prasann but we will become prasann how by brahma bhuyaya kalpate by coming to the stage of brahma realization then a person becomes happy and then in a happy mood, when the devotional service is executed, 
then one attains advanced stage of realization. But execution of bhakti yoga in a happy mood is required. Evam prasanna manaso bhagavad bhakti yoga taha bhagavad tattva vijnana mukta sangasya jayate bhagavad tattva vijnana the science of God is understood when a person executes devotional service in a happy mood. Evam prasanna manaso so being happy is very much required for spiritual advancement. So yes, when we are in distress, we take to Krishna consciousness, but we should not always remain in distress. By executing devotional service, devotee comes to platform of Brahma Bhuta. Very jolly platform. So when the devotee is jolly, then he executes devotional service. Bhagavat Tattva Vigyanam, then he understands who is Krishna. Bhagavat Tattva is revealed. But some devotees, they ask, Prabhu, I've been chanting for a long time. I'm doing all these festivals. I visit temple thrice a day. I'm reading this Ramayana and Bhagavad Gita. But so much trouble is why Krishna is giving trouble to his devotees. <laughs> I'm following devotional service so nicely. So why Krishna is giving me trouble? So thus, this is the secret of Bhakti Yoga, which people, sometimes devotees also, they miss out. Maya is very strong. Maya makes us forgetful. As we have discussed in the previous class also, this is very, that is why Prabhupada is repeatedly telling, first Prabhupada tells, one should note this, and then Prabhupada tells, this is very important. So thus, this Bhagavad Gita, this, it is very simple, but one needs to understand from the devotee. So thus Prabhupada explains, what is the secret? So we'll just repeat because it is important. So Prabhupada tells, first line, so what is this devotional service actually by which a person attains Brahma, Bhuta, Paramatma and then attains the shelter of lotus feet of Krishna? What is this devotional service? So this devotional service, sometimes we think it is some external activity. But external activity is not devotional service. That is why Krishna tells, Patram Pushpam Phalam Toyam Yome Bhaktya Prayachati Anyone who offers me leaf, fruit, water, I accept it. But how it should be offered? Bhaktya Prayachati with devotion. That is called devotional service. When service is done with great love, affection, devotion, then Krishna accepts it. Otherwise, there is no dearth of service for Krishna. So simply if we are engaging ourselves in service of Krishna, that is also good. But if it is without proper devotion, then it will not produce the result immediately. It will take long time. So devotional service is proper attitude. With proper attitude, when we execute, with full consciousness, knowledge and detachment, when we execute the seva, that is called devotional service. So thus Prabhupada mentions, when one acts in Krishna consciousness, so one has to act in Krishna consciousness, that is called devotional service. One has to act in Krishna consciousness. He does not act, so when one acts in Krishna consciousness, he does not act as master of the world. Just like a servant, one should act fully under the direction of the Supreme Lord. A servant has no individual independence. He acts only on the order of the Master. So this is the first thing. Adav Guru Ashrayam. First of all, the first step of devotional service is Guru Ashrayam, taking shelter of Guru. Otherwise, you will find devotees who are chanting 16 rounds very rigidly, not failing for a single day following fasts, many, many fasts and all the austerities. Externally, they are doing sadhana nicely, always ready for serving Krishna. But Guru Vashrayam is not there. Surrender to Guru is not there. Thus, they are telling this person is also okay. 
दैट गुरु इज ऑल्सो ओके मायावाद इज ऑल्सो ओके अदर पर्सन इज ऑल्सो ओके सरेंडर हैज नॉट हैपन टू गुरु सो दस वी सी दे आर नॉट एबल टू अंडर दे आर नॉट एबल टू एडवांस फास्ट सो दस जी हरे कृष्णा इज ऑल्सो गोइंग ऑन एंड देन वर्ल्ड कप आई पी एल इज ऑल्सो गोइंग ऑन अलॉन्ग विद सिक्सटीन राउंडस देट महाप्रसादम की जय एंड देन पिज्जा हट की जय दे हैव बिकम ब्रह्मभूता एवरीथिंग इज कृष्णा सो वी सी मटीरियल डिटैचमेंट हैज नॉट कम बिकॉज आदब गुजरवाश्रम सरेंडर हैज नॉट हैपन सो दिस सरेंडर इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट वी हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड वाई वी आर नॉट ए वॉट इज सरेंडर सरेंडर मीन फॉलोइंग रूल्स एंड रेगुलेशन कंप्लीटली दैट इज कॉल्ड सर्वेंट सर्वेंट हैज नो चॉइस मास्टर टेल्स यू गो दिस दिस प्लेस गो टू दिस प्लेस ईट दिस स्लीप हियर सर्वेंट विल फॉलो डू दिस टास्क सर्वेंट विल एग्जीक्यूट सो वन हैज टू लर्न हाउ टू बिकम सर्वेंट ऑफ द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर सो मच सो दैट दैट इज द ट्रेनिंग विच इज गिवन टू द स्टूडेंट दिस इज कॉल्ड रियल ट्रेनिंग बाय दिस रियल नॉलेज विल बी अवेकेंड इन आर लाइफ गुरुकुले वसंदांतु गुरोर हितम द स्टूडेंट लर्नस जस्ट how to act for the pleasure of the spiritual master not acting for one's own enjoyment this is the first education which is given to the students and when they are performing nicely they are given initiation he is qualified to read vedas unless one is surrendered to spiritual master without reservation there is no question of understanding the vedas thus prabhupatals without submission inquiries are not fruitful such inquiries are useless because a person will not realize the subject matter pranipaten pariprashnena sevaya surrender is required complete surrender to spiritual master in full service so full surrender with service then when there are inquiries inquiries will be fruitful person will be able to realize the knowledge so thus the disciple learns he goes and begs arms and does not keep even a penny with him or even one grain with him offers everything to the spiritual master and then he will not tell i have got these grains now let me honor prasadam no spiritual master will tell come please have prasadam if he forgets then disciple will not even disciple would star at that day this was the discipline this was the dependence on the spiritual master that my spiritual master he is as good as krishna a spiritual master is not telling me to eat i will not eat krishna the heart of my spiritual master also so a spiritual master is not calling me to eat then it means god does not want me to eat complete dependence on spiritual master then he will not eat he would stay he will not tell i have got these grains which you have cooked and i should not eat you are not calling me no complete dependence so this is the training by which knowledge is awakened in the heart gurukule vasandanto guru ritam controlling the senses and engaging in the service of spiritual master this is very important training then one is able to come to at least brahma platform then he will understand i am not the body i am spirit soul i am eternal this world is temporary he will not be attracted for any material gain he will not be averse to any material bad conditions narayana para sarve na kutashchan bibhyati swarga apavarga narkeshu api tulyarth darshina equal going to heaven or hell is equal to him so just see heaven or hell is equal what is this situation such a nice situation need not work hard to avoid hell need not work hard to attain heaven devotee is always in bliss either in heaven or in hell this situation is attained when a person surrenders completely
So this surrender is very important. We are working very hard. We think if I follow these rules and regulations, I will increase my distress on life. This is illusion. No. By surrendering completely, one cannot increase one's distress. Distress happiness is fixed. It is destined. Rather, by working hard, it cannot be changed. If I want to save time from Krishna consciousness and I want to become happy, it is not going to happen because happiness and distress is fixed. If at all we want to change it, we have to surrender completely to Krishna. Only by complete surrender to Krishna, our happiness distress gets changed. Otherwise, it cannot be changed. There is no, that is why it is, we are seeing in the life of individual, in the life of the nation, in the life of the world. People are not able to change happiness. Distress is increasing. Those who surrender to Krishna as individuals, as community, as society, happiness keeps on increasing. So thus, by all means, we should try to do sincere devotional service. What kind of devotional service? Tivrena Bhakti Yogena. Akama Sarva Kamava Moksha Kamavadharidi. Tivrena Bhakti Yogena Yajeta Purusha Param. Tivrena Bhakti Yogena Prabhupada translates that in complete surrender. One should not think Oh, I, I have to do something. I have to take care of my family. I have to take care of my nation. I have to take care of my animals. One should have faith that simply by serving Krishna, best care is taken of everybody and anybody who is connected to us or not connected to us. This strong faith should be there that simply by serving Krishna, best care is taken of everybody. Thus, one should without hesitation surrender completely to Krishna. This is the beginning of Krishna consciousness. Nobody is going to suffer. Neither I am able to do anything. Thus, Narad Muni. Narad Muni was a small kid, five-year-old. And the only shelter of Narad Muni was his mother. Father was not there. Only mother was there. Mother was taking care of Narad Muni. And when the great sages, they went away, went away from the house of Narad Muni, then Narad Muni tells that my mother wanted to take, take very good care of me because mother is having child, that to small child. Mothers are naturally attached, that to young children. Five-year-old child, the only relative of the mother. How much mother would be caring and affectionate? So Narad Muni tells in Bhagavatam, my mother wanted to take, take best care of me, but she could not do anything being controlled by time. Narad Muni tells yes even though mother is willing to take care of child mother cannot do anything father cannot do anything nobody can do anything to help anybody in this material world illusion is going on this is the teaching of Bhagavad Gita nobody teaches this prakriti kriyamanani gunaya karmani sarvasha everything is happening by prakriti three modes of nature people are happy by the control of prakriti prakriti acts as per their karma so as per one's karma, somebody is happy, somebody is in distress. Only illusion people are thinking because of this person just like we thought, we, we discussed in the previous session. A criminal may think I am suffering because of the alligator, these tigers. No, sir. You are suffering because you are a thief. The king is letting loose these animals upon you. If you kill these animals, somehow you escape. He will catch hold of you, send other animals to kill you. The animals are instrumental. You have committed theft. In a similar fashion, when we are amidst some people who are taking care of us, I think, oh, these people are taking care of me very nicely. If I am in midst of some people who are causing harm to me, I think these are the cause of my suffering. Let me kill them, defeat them, remove them. No, this is illusion. 
so whole world is in big illusion people are thinking i am taking care of somebody i am making somebody happy or somebody is making me distressed this great illusion ahankar vimudhatma vimud means greatly foolish unless one is vimud vishesh mood special fool one cannot think that i am doing something in this material world one cannot benefit anybody in this material world only one who is vishesh mood special fool he will think that i can make somebody happy i can contribute anything in this world i cannot contribute anything in this world i cannot make any change in this world everything is being advice krishna's administration is incomplete right why somebody suffering in this material world why somebody is having headache because he gave headache to somebody in previous birth now headache is coming back why somebody is poverty stricken because he stole somebody's money in previous life so now money has been taken away from him why somebody is very very educated very intelligent because he opened school he imparted education to others in previous life in this life he has become very, this is the law of nature so somebody suffering in jail by chance oh you are suffering let me take चलो तुम भी आ जाओ अंदर तुम ज़्यादा गेट्स सो टेल्स अ स्टोरी सो देर वाज अ बर्ड फैमिली सो ऑल दीज बर्ड्स वर फ्लाइंग सम ऑफ द चिल्ड्रन दे गॉट स्टक इन अ नेट सो हंटर्स आर वेरी स्मार्ट दे सम ऑफ कैम इट यू आर नॉट एबल टू मेक इट आउट they think some grains fruits are there so somehow they could not figure out the net and they got stuck hunter became very happy and the mother became aghast that my chicks have got stuck in the net so she thought i'll go and i'll rescue save them from the net what happened mother also got stuck in the net this material world people are in net anyway you cannot give them any relief if you go to save them you'll also get stuck so the father thought chicks got they got stuck mother got she got stuck if i go there i'll also get stuck so let me take sanyas <laughs> so father what took sanyas <laughs> anyway i cannot help them <laughs> so what is the other thing <laughs> so it may appear to be we are heartless no we are not heartless this fact of this world and we can see also no anybody who is a parent we can see we have tried our best to make our children happy have the children become happy as we discussed the other day every successive generation is becoming more and more distressed what resources we got we have given more to our children but have children become happy by this no we can see that we have tried we have tried our level best so just materially we cannot help if we go to help anybody we will also get stuck in this material world everyone is enjoying or suffering one's own karma so one should take complete shelter of krishna so one should surrender completely immediately if i cannot make any difference then what is the what am i doing but there is difference what is that way completely then all of them they get relief then their destiny gets changed then i can liberate others a liberated soul can liberate others so thus a devotee is very very so this is the life of ordinary sanyasi a gyani he goes and takes sanyas for his personal benefit 
But what do devotees do? Devotee will also save him from the net, but go and take shelter of lotus feet of Krishna. Krishna, please save them also. Krishna will relieve them of the net. Check mother, everything got freed. So devotee is compassionate. He is not heartless. Even heartlessness is also good because you cannot make any difference. Materially, one should be heartless. This compassion only was the cause for which Bhagavad Gita was spoken. Thus, these are the first words of the Bhagavad Gita. Arjuna, you are talking like a learned man, but you are lamenting for not what is worthy of lamentation. A learned man does not lament for anything living or dead. Gata soon agata nanu shochanti pandita, one is pandit learned. He does not lament for anybody or anything in this world. Because Arjuna was showing compassion to his family members, this Bhagavad Gita was spoken. So why compassion is bad? Compassion is not bad. Compassion for the dress of drowning man is senseless. So we want to make people's mind and bodies comfortable here. This is senseless. We should make the person comfortable. And the body should undergo the rigor of discomfort of engaging itself in Krishna. Controlling the senses is difficult. Renunciation is difficult. But that has to be taken. Because that gives pleasure to the soul. So compassion should be for the soul who is suffering in this dress of illusion, not for the dress. So the father but could be very compassionate. Mother but was compassionate, but what we can do? We also get entangled. So the sajnani is also appreciated, at least he is in knowledge. But a devotee is greatly appreciated because the devotee, as Prahlad Maharaj tells, usually the saints, they don't take... They don't work for the welfare of living entities. But a Krishna conscious devotee is different. He dedicates his life only for the welfare of others. So without having compassion for the living entities, one cannot perfect one's spiritual life. Jnani also has to develop compassion and has to spread Krishna consciousness. Then he will have Bhagavan realization. Otherwise not. So we must have compassion. We must work for the welfare of all living entities. But we need to understand. How welfare can happen? If you simply struggle without singing and dancing in front of Krishna, then you cannot make any difference in the lives of the people. Struggle, throw away this government, throw away this media, throw away these people. No, that media, that government, all these are put in place by Krishna because people are sinful. Because people are sinful, bad government will come into place. So that laws of Krishna are disobeyed and people suffer. So the only way of getting freedom from sin is Nam Sankirtanam Yasya Sarva Papa Pranashanam There is the last verse of Bhagavatam. Conclusion of Veda is Bhagavatam. Conclusion of Bhagavatam is Sankirtanam. Nam Sankirtanam Yasya Simply by doing Nam Sankirtan Yasya of whom the Supreme Lord Sarva Papa Pranashanam All the sins are destroyed. When the sins are destroyed then a person cannot suffer. So thus all the suffering elements bad government all the bad rulers decoits they will be removed. All the bad influences for what people are crying, it will be removed. Good influence, there will be devotees at the helm, devotees in the institutions, devotees everywhere. They will enact the laws of the government. So thus, yes, one should struggle. But it is a foolishness to say that singing and dancing is useless. Simply struggle. Then that struggle is just like a prisoner is trying to struggle to jump off the fence of jail. This struggle will increase our misery. So yes, one has to struggle to solve the problems of life by singing and dancing, by engaging in devotional service. 
So thus this very important point. Adav Gujarubhashram, one has to take complete shelter of a spiritual master, surrender completely. Without surrenderance, there is no other purpose of life. Nobody, so Narad Muni tells, my mother could not do anything being controlled by time. She wanted to do my welfare but could not do anything for my welfare and she died by the snake bite. Even though one is living, one cannot do anything, it is illusion, but anyway she died also. So one may see what is this? Poor child as soon as he engaged himself in service of Krishna, mother passed away. This is the result of seva. But Narad Muni became very pleased. Usually a child will become crestfallen. Mother is dead. One actor was telling that when my mother passed away, I cried so much. I developed so many problems in my heart. Grown-up actor. <laughs> but this small child, he is not having any difficulty. Narad Muni tells, I was attached to this material world only because of my mother. Krishna mercifully took her away. Then he advanced in Krishna consciousness without any interruption. So thus he was able to take it as mercy of Krishna. So thus this faith one should have in life. When I surrender to Krishna, there will be profit and there will be loss also. But all this so-called profit and loss, it is to help us attain the platform of unlimited bliss ultimately. It is required. So thus one should not try to get objects of enjoyment or get objects of, avoid objects of displeasure. One should simply serve Krishna. Some displeasure will come, tolerate. Some pleasure will come, tolerate. Service of Krishna is important. So these displeasures should not be avoided which come in service of Krishna. So thus without any hesitation, without caring for temporary comforts and discomforts, one should simply follow Krishna. Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is more merciful. Such surrender is also not easy. It comes after many, many lives of cultivating knowledge. But if we chant Hare Krishna mantra nicely, follow these rules and regulations of Vaidhi Bhakti, serve our spiritual master nicely, we will come to this platform of surrender. So thus Prabhupada tells, if you are not able to surrender completely, at least fix your level. At least this much I shall follow. I shall chant these many rounds. I shall do these many hours of devotional service. But as Prabhupada is telling, Giving up independence is very much required. Why people are not advancing? Because they don't act as servant. I am engaging in service of Krishna. Yes, I have served Krishna. Bhot bhog laga ke khiladiya bhagwan ko. Kya aapke spiritual master ne bola ta se bhog laga ko? No. So in India, people have been offering food for ages. Has anybody become a pure devotee by this process? People have been thousands of lakhs of people they visit. Big Dham, Tirupati, Pandarpur, every other place. And they eat meat also very nicely. Not able to give up simple sinful activity of meat eating. Not able to develop simple compassion. Why am I killing other living entity who is also son of Balaji? I am having darshan of Balaji and killing my other brother who is also son of Balaji. Will Balaji be pleased by this? They are visiting so much Balaji. They walk. They climb the Tirumala temple. We went to Pandarpur, Dindi Yatra. For 18 days minimum they walk. And they smoke also. Not able to give up simple material. And there's a situation everywhere. Vrindavan people go. They will go to Badrinath. And what they would do there? Celebrate honeymoon. There is their Dham Yatra. So thus people are very religious. But what is the result? Because they do not know what is first principle of devotional service. First principle is Guru Ashram. Take shelter of Guru. Have we approached the devotees? Prabhu, please tell me how can I engage in service? 
This is called servant. So Prabhupatal simply by executing one's assigned duties in Krishna consciousness, one can make tremendous advancement in spiritual life. So that is why when we offer food to Krishna, we offer through spiritual master. Directly Krishna will not accept our food. We can remain in hallucination. Of course it is good. Some benefit we are getting. But one has to do any kind of service through spiritual master. We have to ask spiritual master, ask the representatives of spiritual master, devotees, that what service I can do. And with great faith, Prabhupada mentions, one should think, I have been appointed, just like we get appointment letter, Prabhupada uses the word. One should think, I have been appointed to do this service by Krishna. And thus one should be very, very careful, become absorbed in such service, never mind what that service is. This is the secret of surrender. This is the secret. So in district succession, in Guru Mantra, I go approach the devotees and ask them, Prabhu, how should I engage in devotional service? We can be frank, Prabhu, I can do only this much, but that much should be under the guidance of the spiritual master, under the guidance of devotees. Then we make tremendous advancement. So those people who have understood the secret, I have to surrender completely, I have to follow, then they advance, simple services they will do, they will come and clean floor, but because they are doing under the guidance of, under the direction of devotees, they make tremendous advancement simply by keep cleaning floor. Otherwise, one can end up building big, big temples, but no significant advancement will happen in life. So devotional service begins with being a servant, giving up independence, taking orders from spiritual master and executing that order. And then we will have Brahma realization, Paramatma realization and Bhagavan realization. So we'll end here. Any questions? Yes. Yes. So what is the difference? Yes, so the question is that we are telling that everything is Brahma. Mayavadis, impersonalists also tell everything is Brahma. What is the difference? The difference is we understand that everything is Brahma. This Brahma is also dependent on Krishna. Brahma is not independent. Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita, Brahmanohi Prathishtha Aham. That Brahma did on me. I am the origin of Brahma Jyoti. So thus one sees Brahma as expansion of the energy of Krishna. The effulgence of Krishna. Brahma is not simply taken as some effulgence. Brahma is not taken as the ultimate aspect of absolute truth. It is pre preliminary aspect of absolute truth. Preliminary realization of absolute truth. Mayavadis take it as ultimate realization. Ultimately this energy is supreme there is nothing beyond this energy no that energy is dependent on energetic person so that is why devotee's mood is very different Prabhupada's thus a devotee does not discriminate here there is marble deity in the temple I will take very nice care temple floor this is ordinary stone I will not take care no so thus a devotee cleans the floor very nicely with same attention as much attentive pujaris for worshipping the deities this is Krishna consciousness this flower this garden this is also Krishna Krishna's expansion just like the finger is expansion of my body. So if you love me, you have to love my finger also. Take care of my... Well, let me stomp upon your finger, but I love you. No, that is not called love. So because everything is expansion of Krishna, Prabhupada's devotee is very careful that for devotee, everything is worshipable. Everything is worshipable. 
plus Bhaktis Dan Maharaj, he installed printing press next to the DTs. So that he can, next to DTs. <laughs> printing press is as important as DTs. Tadiyanam Samarchanam. Prabhupatil, that is not just respectable, that is worshipable. This is the mood of pure devotee. That is why when devotees go to Vrindavan Dham, they take the dust of feet of Dham, the place on their head. And of course, Dham has got special importance, but in spiritual consciousness, every place is Vrindavan. Prabhupada is by the life of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we can understand. Wherever he would see water, he would see Ganga and Yamuna. Any small hillock he would see, he would consider it Govardhan. And he's coming in spiritual ecstasy simply by seeing that. So material or spiritual depends upon consciousness. When you are thinking that this is Govardhan, that is actually Govardhan. Everything is consciousness. Just like Krishna is all-pervading, Govardhan is also all-pervading. Vrindavan is also all-pervading. There is no difference between this is the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's philosophy, Achintya Bheda Bheda Tattva. That Krishna is worshipable, Aradhyo Bhagavan Rajesh Tanya Taddhama Vrindavanam. His land abode is also worshipable. His abode is also all-pervading. So that is why when we chant Hare Krishna mantra, that place becomes Vrindavan. That place becomes Vakunta. Vakunta becomes free from anxiety. So thus, uh, immediately by invoking the presence of Krishna, one becomes freed from all anxiety. One is living in Vakunta. So this is the mood. Devotee sees. For a devotee, there is no difference between material world and spiritual world. For him, there is nothing. Everything is Krishna's energy. And Krishna is spiritual. His energy is also spiritual. Thus, a devotee is always living in Vrindavan, Prabhupada. As devotee is not living in New York, Mumbai, someplace. Devotee is always in Vrindavan. Vrindavan is manifest because of consciousness of a devotee. Thus, a devotee seeing Krishna and uh, impersonalist is seeing. This is what is mentioned in Krishna book. When Krishna went in the wrestling arena organized by Kansa, so some people, materialists, they saw him as Naradarakena, as ordinary child. And the Jnanis, they saw him as Brahm effulgence. And devotees, they saw him as Supreme Personality of Godhead. Same Krishna was perceived differently. So the same world is perceived as Vakunta. So this is the difference between materialist and devotee. So thus a devotee is very careful in every service. Whether one is cleaning the floor, one is cleaning the uh, table, one is even taking his education, all the activities are considered devotional service. So one is very careful in one's assigned service. This is called Krishna Consciousness. Yes. Yes. So, question is that if we serve Krishna, then everyone is satisfied. So, does it mean that we have offered now food to Krishna? So, then everyone will be fed automatically. So, what is the understanding? Correct? By serving Krishna, by satisfying Krishna, everybody is satisfied. So, does it mean everybody will be satisfied? I have offered food to Krishna, it is reaching everywhere. So, 
So Prabhupada explains, yes, everyone is satisfied uh, to the extent they are connected to Krishna. Prabhupada gives the example of the tree and leaf analogy. So we have to water the root and if you water the root, all the leaves which are connected to tree, they will be nourished. And the leaves which are disconnected will not be nourished. So those who are pure devotees of Krishna, those who are connected to Krishna, they will always be, they will be satisfied. Those who are disconnected, they will not be satisfied. Okay, so the question is Bhoktaram Yagya Tapasam Sarvalok Maheshwaram Suridam Sarvabhutanam Gyatmamam Shanti Mrachati So it is mentioned that it is mentioned as peace formula So Prabhupada mentions we are looking after peace simply if we understand this thing this one verse then we will get peace What is peace formula? Three things one has to understand First thing is So yes, it is very nice Peace formula given in one shloka Whole world is looking for peace, peace. How to have peace of mind? For this peace, people are doing so many things. But mind is getting broken into pieces. <laughs> Instead of peace, they are getting pieces. So first thing is, Bhoktaram Yagya Tapasam. Yagya means sacrifice. Human life is meant for sacrifice. And anyway, people are sacrificing also. Person works very hard, sacrifices everything for family, or for dog, or cats, or rats, or for the nation, society. So anyway, people are sad, sacrificing their hard-earned money. And tapasya, people are doing hard work also. Traveling 2-3 hours in the local every day. A tremendous hard work. Our education system, giving Monday tests for 22 years. <laughs> or whatever, not easy. Week after week, month after month, so many exams. It is tapasya. So much tapasya is involved. So, so much tapasya people do, so much sacrifice people do. But if we understand Krishna is the enjoyer of all these sacrifices, then they will offer the result of everything to Krishna. Then immediately there is peace. This is called realization. Thus Prabhupada tells you, experiment practically. You are singing so many songs. So that is also sacrifice. Your energy you are spending you are spending in glorification of somebody. You are glorifying your girlfriend or boyfriend, singing songs for them. So simply try to do this for the satisfaction of Krishna and then you see the result. So simply this money which you are earning, try to sacrifice this money for Krishna and then you see the result. How much peace will come in your life? We can experiment. So it is not theory. You pour water on the roots, automatically you will see, oh, leaves are becoming green. So use the result of your hard work for Krishna. Then you see automatically. And work hard, tapasa, work hard for Krishna. Thus one day, just for one day, work very hard for Krishna. See how much peace you will get. It's practical. So that is a practical devotional service is important to realize these concepts. So tapasa, take tapasya for Krishna. That is why you see when we do tapasya, get up early in the morning and focus your mind. Mind will not agree. Focus mind on hearing the holy name and do this tapasya and then you see you are happy. 
So tapasa and yajna sacrifice when it is done for Krishna. And then bhoktaram yajna tapasam sarvaloka maheshwaram. Krishna is supreme controller when a person understands this. So when a person understands Krishna is supreme controller, then what happens? He just tries to satisfy Krishna and then he becomes peaceful. Now we are thinking, oh, if I do something, I may suffer in life. I don't have faith in Krishna. Why? Because this realization is not there that Krishna is supreme controller. If Krishna is supreme controller, everything is in control of Krishna. How can I suffer by serving Krishna? By surrendering to, surrendering to Krishna, how can I or anybody suffer? Because he is Maheshwaram, he is supreme controller. Everything it is under his control. How dare somebody can harm me? If I am pleasing the supreme controller. Sarva Loka Maheshwaram and Suridam Sarva Bhutanam. He is my best well-wisher. Krishna is not dictator. Serve me. Worship me only. Feed me only. <laughs> no, Krishna is not. Krishna is our ever well-wisher. Just like a father tells child. Huh? Please offer first piece of cake to me. This is the etiquette you should do. When you get up in the morning, you touch our feet. You do this thing. You offer respect. Say thank you. Say sorry. So why father is telling you should offer respect to me? So that is a relationship. Son does not become envious. No father, you touch my feet. Why should I touch? You touch my feet every morning. <laughs> you do dandavas to me. No. <laughs> why? We don't ask because there is love. So when there is love, people don't ask, why Krishna is telling, Krishna is so demanding? No. Just like a father is telling, that is our constitutional position. Son is naturally blissful when son serves the father. And father is blissful when son reciprocates like this. So that is what Krishna is telling. Suridam Sarvabhutanam. Krishna is best well-wisher. So I should not think that Krishna is dictator. Whatever dictates, whatever instructions Krishna is giving to me, that is for my benefit. So then a person is very peaceful. Then where is the difficulty in life? So all these instructions, will I suffer by following these instructions? No. Because Krishna is supreme controller and is my well-wisher. So all these instructions are for my benefit. So thus a person is perfectly peaceful by implementing this. So this is called peace formula. But if a person does not know that Krishna is supreme controller, he will not have peace. Oh, I am also controller. My boss is also controller. If I skip my job for going for a trip, my boss will not give me promotion. He is also controller. <laughs> huh? Or some, somebody else is controller. Let me leave my devotional service. What Krishna will do? No. Krishna is supreme controller. Simply for serving Krishna, if I take that as priority in life, Nobody else is controller, everybody else is controlled by Krishna, then a person is peaceful. We are not peaceful because we think there are many, many controllers here and I have to satisfy everybody. Any other question online? So the question is, some devotees are very advanced, but we do not know about their gurus. So yes, the fact is, we do not know about their gurus, but they have gurus. Without guru, nobody can advance. Sorry? 
we cannot tell that unless we hear from a spiritual master because externally one can be initiated by someone just like chaitanya mahaprabhu took initiation from uh, uh, an impersonalist sanyasi but he did not become a spiritual master spiritual master was different whom we surrender dedicate our life to so thus unless we hear from a pure devotee who comes in district succession we cannot tell who is who spiritual master just like uh, bilu mangal thakur his spiritual master came as prostitute now who can tell that only a spiritual master pure devotee can tell that in previous life his spiritual master bilu mangal thakur spiritual master in this life he came as prostitute to guide him and uh, as far as santukaram is concerned then chatan mahaprabhu is a spiritual master he initiated him chat shila prabhupada clearly mentions chatan mahaprabhu initiated tukaram ji so how initiation is happening that we do not know and in some exceptional cases like rajvasis prabhupada is krishna is their direct spiritual master so arjuna brahma krishna is direct spiritual master and for other ordinary living entities uh, who cannot approach krishna directly they have to accept representative of krishna but there is no difference the result is the same and it is not that somebody becomes less powerful if he accepts a living entity as spiritual master no krishna himself accepts living entities as his spiritual master ishwar puri was accepted as spiritual master similarly madhavendra puri was accepted as spiritual master so thus lakshmipati was accepted as spiritual master by nityanand prabhu so thus we can understand madhavendra puri was accepted as spiritual master by advaita acharya he is lord vishnu himself mahavishnu but he accepted madhavendra puri as spiritual master नॉट so there are two situations here one is bona fide initiation so initiation if it is done by a pure devotee spiritual master who comes in guru parampara district succession such initiation is called bona fide there is no need of reinitiation but one can always go for taking shiksha or instructions so one is always welcome to take instructions from hari krishna movement just like uh, many many devotees it has happened in the past uh, there was debate of baldev vidyabhushan with the devotees of ramanandi sampradaya they are also bona fide sampradaya and they also present vaishnav they come from shri sampradaya so shri sampradaya is bona fide sampradaya but baldev vidyabhushan did not initiate them so although they got defeated in the philosophy defeated in the sense their philosophy is not wrong but this revelation what chaitanya mahaprabhu did this revelation was not there in their philosophy so then they understood yet this is not wrong this is further development of our philosophy and this is higher revelation understanding the fact that i am not the body is not wrong but i am part and parcel of krishna is higher revelation so similarly then they told you please accept you please initiate us so he told no yes you can take instructions from the gaudi sampradaya but initiation is not required because one should not take reinitiation 
if you are initiated in proper sampradaya so first of all we have to check whether we belong to these four sampradaya shri brahma rudra and and somebody claims that i belong to this sampradaya rudra sampradaya but he himself may not be a bona fide somebody can claim that i have got phd from iit <laughs> he might not have got and i know this one person he is now working in germany so he started his iit job in bangalore all basis is fake certificates <laughs> he did not do the course he did not get those marks basis fake certificates he started his job now he is abroad earning very nicely so somebody can claim that i come to this some i have i am coming in this sampradaya but he might not exactly be empowered by his previous acharya so thus we should understand that a person should not just claim but he should be initiated by a bona fides acharya in one of the four sampradayas then yes one is most welcome to come to iskon and there is no need of reinitiation but if initiation is formality so one may ask uh, you ask many people that tell my diksha has happened you ask them what has happened after diksha nothing has happened <laughs> they gave me this thread and then the spiritual master has gone away and no rules and regulations given so diksha means so many rules and regulations are there and diksha means you are given identity card this person is now student of this college he can take education so there is diksha but no education this diksha is also useless so diksha means rules regulations will be given for you to follow upanayan sanskar that is called upanayan means bringing closer to spiritual master brings disciple closer to himself and then he instructs him so where is instruction where are rules and regulations just for formality it happens so that you keep on donating you develop affiliation for me so such such initiation even though from bona fide sampradaya that means that person does not belong to that he is not authorized and from non sampradaya it is of no use anyway so thus if already taken a bona fide initiation from a bona fide sampradaya one can take teachings from the hari krishna movement if one is not initiated from bona fide sampradaya but somewhere else you can take a bona fide initiation from the movement and then next question is are we not allowed to listen to other people so listening should be just like a, a person takes admission in a college so mechanical student may ask am i not allowed to attend other lectures <laughs> i want to write that exam i want to attend those classes no if you want to advance in you can choose the discipline where you want to advance and then one is supposed to advance nicely and follow that so one can hear but when can hear the spiritual masters belonging to the bona fide sampradaya so such hearing is okay it is authorized all the vaishnava sampradaya just like in bhagavatam you will find from various acharyas the quotations are given so hearing from bona fide source there is no problem but you hear from some other philosophy some other people who are against this philosophy then that may bring deviation so thus one should understand whom to listen whom not to listen through one spiritual master spiritual master may tell you listen to this acharya just like we hear in gaudi sampradaya itself somebody was initiated by uh, some other acharya loknath goswami narottam das thakur but for shiksha he was sent to jeev goswami now you take learnings from him so thus uh, the spiritual master will tell from whom to hear from not to hear so as per the directions of the spiritual master one should decide so it is not yes hearing is always restricted because many many people most of the people are giving wrong philosophies or deviant philosophies so spiritual master will not recommend so even after bona fide initiation taking shelter of spiritual master once hearing should be yes one can hear to other acharyas but under guidance of our acharya who has given us the diksha
शिवा दुर्गा जी गणेशी हनुमान जी विद गायत्री एंड विष्णुदेव मंत्र कृष्ण मंत्र so the question is can we worship other devatas with krishna consciousness so there is no harm as it is mentioned the gopis they went to katyayini goddess durga they worshiped her very nicely offered her the specific grains which are supposed to be offered and everything following the ritual so that they can have krishna as husband prabhupada all the while even when they were going to worship katyayini they were krishna conscious they were always thinking of krishna were not able to forget krishna for a moment so demigod worship is not prohibited provided it is for krishna consciousness for service of krishna but it is not required and generally it is not recommended because the gopis were very advanced but that, that is why prabhupad mentions in bhagavad gita purport that it is recommended to approach sun god for getting good health but one should worship one should worship krishna only and then whether krishna gives good health or bad health one should remain satisfied with that <laughs> so because we are not on that level that platform yes asking sun god for good health so that i can serve krishna very nicely it is not bad but we are not on that platform of absolute surrender to krishna so there is some personal benefit oh ye health thoda meri thoda krishna ki seva thodi meri bhi seva ho ja so thus for us it is for ordinary devotees like us it is better that we don't do this don't try these stunts at home <laughs> this it is told akama sarvakamova moksha kamo udaridhi tivirena bhakti yogena yajeta purusham param whether you are having all the desires or desire of liberation or you have no desire you are a devotee worship krishna with intense bhakti yoga only worshiping of krishna is required because krishna is there in the heart he fulfills all the desires everything so there is no harm that is the principle that is the ideal but practical is it is not required because we are not so advanced there will be some fruit is some tendency i will have money so that i can donate to krishna little bit i also will enjoy <laughs> so we should stick to just worshiping krishna and his pure devotee but yes of course when we come across a demigod temple we should offer respects we should beg them pure devotional service but there is no need of institutionalizing a demigod worship but because they are devotees of krishna when we come across them we offer prayers we request them devotional service hari krishna should i pray to so two questions are there one is should i pray to krishna to give me relief from this material world no this should not be our prayer this is again there is contamination why we want to get rid of this material world so devotees completely surrender to krishna rather there are some devotees who are there only in the material world like arjuna pandavas kunti marani they are not in spiritual world they are not in vaikuntha they are eternal associates of krishna only in the material world and they are suffering from repeatedly being poisoned being sent to jungle <laughs> repeated deaths all these things they are suffering life after life so what is this what is krishna for his benefit he is uh, having some people killed life after life why is not taking them to vaikuntha so thus we have to understand there is actually no misery in this material world 
Otherwise, how Krishna will Krishna give trouble to his devotees, his intimate associates? No. Thus, Pandavas are suffering life after life with Krishna. Same Mahabharata happens in cyclic periods. And same Mahabharata is happening eternally in different universes. Here, one Mahabhar, one war has finished, another Kurukshetra battle has begun, another battle has begun. So continuously they are associates of Krishna, but they are there only in the material world. So there are some associates of Krishna who exist only in material world. So thus we have to understand there is no misery in the material world. Why do we want to get rid of it? Only in illusion we are thinking. So we should desire to come out of illusion, not to skip the misery. And not even desire to come out of illusion. I should just desire to serve Krishna. Krishna, you give illusion, you give knowledge. Whatever you want, you give. I want to serve you. Then a devotee is peaceful. Otherwise, a devotee will become disturbed. Oh, knowledge is not coming. This is not coming. Whenever Krishna wishes to reveal knowledge, it will happen. Yes, as a matter of duty, I should try to understand Krishna. I should try to read, try to hear. As much as spiritual master has told, I should try to understand. But beyond that, Prabhu, spiritual world mein machar hota hai kya? Waha par kya karte hai jaakar? <laughs> or some difficult concepts to understand so that Krishna will reveal in course of time. So thus one should not become eager to get more knowledge, mental satisfaction or material comforts, physical satisfaction. One should only ask service of Krishna, rather service of spiritual master. Tav Bhritya Seva, what Prahlad Maharaj is asking. I just want to become servant of your servant of your servant of your servant i should desire nothing else krishna would be so pleased by this attitude nothing else that's it then the devotee is in bliss he is in vaikuntha and what was the second question that how to get enthusiasm and determination enthusiasm yes enthusiasm determination is required to serve krishna so thus how do we get enthusiasm here we live with people who are enthusiastic to serve krishna so thus Prabhupada tells Chanting in the association of devotees is the greatest source of enthusiasm. Thus, in the morning, evening, you chant, sing nicely, dance nicely, tremendous enthusiasm immediately. This is the greatest source of enthusiasm for serving Krishna Prabhupada. Chanting in the association of devotees, living with the devotees. So, all enthusiasm is the result of spiritual potency. So, hear very nicely, chant very nicely, dance, sing nicely in the association of devotees. That will bring and then determination, everything will follow. Yes, last question. Very good question. So, uh, we discussed that pure devotees are equipoised in this world. They are neutral to happiness and distress. Then why Kunti Marani is telling, please give me distress. They should be neutral. So yes, so there is no difference between happiness and distress. But still a pure devotee tries to have a lower position, tries to embrace miseries instead of happiness in this material world. And uh, she is expressing herself as uh, you know, all the pure devotees, they express like this. Just like Lord Brahma, he is telling that, please make me an ordinary person. Let me take birth in a low-grade family. Brahma is a pure devotee. Brahma is our Acharya. 
but Brahma is telling, no, please give me a low birth. Otherwise, I will become very proud. So thus, Brahma is a pure devotee, but they are praying like that. So thus, he was given birth like this. So thus, the pure devotees, they always remain humble. And actually, they are never forgetful of Krishna. But they are, uh, all these teachings are for our understanding, for our example. So because an ordinary pe- uh, persons like us, we are forgetful of Krishna when we become jolly. So when we are in distress, we are remembering Krishna. So thus they are telling Krishna, please give us distress. Otherwise, they are never forgetful of Krishna. Prabhupada tells, I, as far as I am concerned, I don't think, I don't know a single moment in my life when I have been forgetful of Krishna. So pure devotees never forget Krishna. So thus a devotee should be neutral, but it is better to err on the wrong side because we are not Paramhansas. It is better to remain in a poverty-stricken condition. That is why uh, pure devotees, they try to maintain, there is no rule and regulation for a Paramhansa, but they try to remain Satvik. Paramhansa can eat anything, can do anything, need not follow anything, but a Paramhansa tries to live like a Brahmana. Mostly devotees, they live a simple life, Otherwise, they can live in opulence also. They can live, that is shown in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's life. Some of his associates, they were living like materialists. They were doing the ordinary jobs of physician. Pratapurudra was a king also, but they were perfect in their consciousness. But to set example for us, it is told, yes, you try to remain in a humble situation, remain in a poverty-stricken situation, and eat only sattvic food, and uh, eat food only after offering it to me. Otherwise, pure devotee can directly eat anything. There is no need of offering. Because he sees everything is prasadam of Krishna. Everything is always connected to Krishna. What is offering? <laughs> Nothing is apart from Krishna. But still, pure devotees follow the rules and regulations for setting example. So, we'll end here. Grantra Srimad Bhagavatam ki Jagat Guru Srila Prabhupada ki.